Next on BYU Sports Nation, the one opponent you want on a future BYU football schedule. Careful who you choose. Vic Soto joins us in studio to discuss the 2015 schedule, a Bronco Mendenhall-led defense, and the opponent he wants in the future. Plus, Brandon Kinzer, BYU Baseball, exemplifying the power of the BYU Sports Nation karma. What did he pull off on Friday night? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, May 11th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU Sports Nation speed trainer, Jerem Jordan. BYU just hired a new speed coach. He works under Frank Wintrick, we think. More on that later this week, we hope. Uh, by, by the way, new commercials coming out for BYU Sports Nation today. One was just uh, released. We'll, we'll send those out uh, you know, throughout the hour, hopefully. But uh, Brian Logan, prominently featured in two of the three. A clean-shaven Brian Logan, yes. prominently featured. Yes. <laughs> he, looks, he looks five years younger. Oh, which isn't they're a bad great. thing. They're, they're great, though. They touch on his... Um, his, I don't know how to say, threatening role on this show. I don't his know how to His underlying it. role yes. as the guy that's going to take over. Yes, there you go. Logan, it plays into Logan takeover. There's, Absolutely, yeah, exactly. There's some funny so things. D. Young, 90, 1993, will love him. Oh, <laughs> he'll be the first to favorite it. I can guarantee you that. There were some really funny things that happened on Friday night. Uh, if you're not privy to uh, what the BYU football team did at the BYU baseball game, and you're thinking, well, how are they related? Well, BYU Baseball invited Bronco Mendenhall, Jamal Williams, Devon Blackman, and Algie Brown to throw out the first pitches. Okay? Blackman in the dirt. <laughs> I, I can I he cannot won, relate to all this. Bronco hit mitt. It, it was, was a ball. It was, it was a ball inside. But he hit mitt. Okay. And Jamal then, <laughs> bounced it. Oh, wild pitch. <laughs> Jamal Williams, not close. And then Algie Brown, 50 cent he thought his 50 pitch cent. was bad. Yeah. He thought that yeah. was bad. Now, I listen, I threw out the first pitch like four years ago or something. You were on the mound, though. I, I went up on the mound in a suit. I like Hideo nomo this, looked off the runner, and I threw it in the dirt. Garbage. Next time, I'm just soft tossing it in there. I'm not trying to be a hero. We need yeah. to have you throw out the first pitch next year. I give Bronco credit for hitting the glove, okay? Yeah. Well, let's hope Bronco's pitch is indicative of the way the BYU defense plays. Like, like. well, you hope it's a strike. That's the only difference. But he found Mitt, right? The best part about that, there was a five-year-old that threw out the first pitch before those guys, <laughs> and his was a strike. Wow. <laughs> well, then. Well, good, good thing Jamal's not on a baseball scholarship. Let's he tried that. to explain it like, I just eaten a hot dog oh, and my hands dog. were slippery. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to the rest of our lives. My hand, if that's the case, my hands are always slippery. Okay, then there's an actual pitcher on Friday night, Tanner Kitchler from St. Mary's. He's facing Colton Shaver after Colton, uh, repping the BYU Sports Nation karma, had already hit two three-run home runs. And I have never seen a worse pitch at the Division I level. Ever. It was, it was... It was... Wow. It was not close. You, you dropped to Bob Euchre. Just a bit outside. Yeah. It was like, whoa, what happened? It was like 10 feet to the left. <laughs> my, my first pitch was better than that. We're going to clip that and send it out That's on our BYU Sports Nation account. It was so funny. We'll send that out at some point. Tanner Kitchler, it's all right, man. You'll live to play another game. <laughs> I wouldn't want to pitch to Colton Shaver But either. only three more this week. Our conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part 
of BYU Sports Nation. All right, sports friends, channel your inner Tom Holmo to answer today's Twitter question. It's May 11th, so here's what we've got. What team would you like to see BYU schedule for a future football game? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Great response so far. At Big Uncle Pooh, a member of BYU Sports Nation, Ole Miss, home and home, not, not to be confused with Old Miss. He says, I regret not going there last time. Ole Miss. And he, yeah, Ole Miss. He's a huge uh, tailgater. Big Uncle Pooh. So that is the tailgate of tailgates at The Grove, right? He wants to experience BYU that. BYU played there. So do I. Mississippi State uh, coming here 2016, BYU going there 2017. So that could be a good one, too. If you too. like cowbells, that is your dream game. I got a fever, dude. Holy at cow. Alan Seawright. This one's out there. Alan Seawright directed the commercials that you're going to see today, by the way. This one's out there. Bring on the North Dakota State Rams. The but Rams? It's, but it's Isn't bison. it the Bison? He was later corrected. Everyone else in FBS is scared to play them. Let's bring them to Provo. I say, heck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Why? That's like, that's like saying, yeah, I could, uh, I could knock out, uh, what's her name, UFC? Oh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. No. No, that's it. Or arm wrestling any girl. It's a lose-lose situation, dude. Playing an FCS team and then maybe What losing? does BYU Probably. have to gain? By playing North yes. Dakota State. I don't like that what one. What do they have to gain? But Alan Seawright, that's the game he wants. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in. Man, I think that's asking Like Manny Pacquiao, weigh in. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? Baseball. BYU beat St. Mary's 17-1 to the night after they lost 14-5. to Go so figure. Weird. Then Saturday's game was canceled due to a rainout. That really stinks because BYU was on a roll and needed another win. They won't make that game up. I know. So that's, Yeah. They still control their own destiny, but that, that one hurts. BYU softball lost 2 of 3 to LMU, but it didn't matter. Selection Sunday was yesterday. BYU's headed to the NCAA Regionals. How many years in a row? 12? This, I think this is the 12th year 12th in a row. 12th year yeah. in a row. Wow. In Eugene. So they face Oregon, Fresno State, and North Dakota State. They have to be the number one team out of that region to make the Super Regional. Hey, Alan Seawright, there's your North Dakota State right there. BYU softball in the same regional. <laughs> Eugene, okay. Oregon's ranked number two. BYU beat then-ranked number two Oregon last year. Lacey Hofstad inside the park. Split with them last year. Yeah. Former Cougar Jared Ward wins another United States championship, the 25K championship, I believe, in Michigan. All he does is win national titles. roughly 300 miles. That's roughly. Roughly 300 miles. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And the NBA Combine list is out. Tyler Hawes is not on that list. Lame. Really? You're not going to invite the BYU's all-time leading scorer? I don't Come think on. they care that he's the all-time leading scorer. Rise and shout. Maybe you're angry. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, let me check my schedule. There's one team out there, a good friend of mine is their AD, and I've been working on it for about five years. It's not really close right now, but that's kind of one of my dreams to be able to play that team. Um, before I'm done scheduling. And the way it's going to happen is with ESPN. They're going to help us out. BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo recently joined us in Studio B and referenced the one team he's been working hard on to solidify as a future BYU football opponent, a dream opponent. that, That made us think, well, if we were Tom Holmo, who would that dream opponent be? This is an intriguing conversation. Because there are a lot of really good opponents out there that BYU does not have on the schedule. Mm -hmm. Some that they have never played. So who would it be? For me, Jerem, I'm going to go off the board. The easy answers, I think, are, oh, Alabama, Auburn. And we're not guessing yet. 
who Tom's inferring no, to. We're just saying, nothing. who do you want? This is who I, who I would yeah. go after if I were the athletic director and if I could schedule anybody. I'm going to the ACC and to that bright, deep orange of the Clemson Tigers. The Netherlands. It, it's, an, it's a Netherlands atmosphere at that stadium. They have the best Lots atmosphere. Lots of flowers? The best atmosphere in a game in America, in my opinion. Okay? We're not talking just stadium. And oh, and oh, by the way, it's the fifth best stadium in the country, according to USA Today. Howard's Rock. The run down the hill. Brent Musburger called it the most exciting 25 seconds in all of football. That, that typifies their seasons as well. Hype at the, the beginning. The most excited 25 Great. seconds. Hey, they, they, won a BCS, <laughs> they won a BCS game a couple of years ago. I know. Great. They're greater than BYU. I know. I know. I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay. So I, I want to see that. I want to witness that. I want to go to Memorial Stadium and Frank Howard Field and experience the most exciting 25 seconds of football. But here's the thing. Not only the opponent BYU has never played, this would be a game ESPN would be all over. Okay, it would be a national spotlight game, but it's a winnable game, Jerem, against a nationally respected opponent that has finished ranked in the top 25 for the last who knows how many years, but it's quite a number. You'd want okay? to play them in game like four or six because by then they start losing, right? They, they seem to always start strong and then lose. But Clemson, that would be awesome. I would love Clemson. For me, it's Ohio State. The defending national champs, Urban Meyer again. And then why couldn't BYU be Virginia Tech because, last year? Because BYU is not going to be playing an Ohio State team that just happened to lose their starting quarterback. <laughs> Stuff happens, man. <laughs> Stuff happens. Like Braxton Miller got hurt in uh, fall camp. JT Barrett hadn't figured it out yet. And Virginia Tech took advantage. I'm not talking about the winnability per se as much, although that, that does matter. But I want BYU to play at Ohio Stadium in the shoe. How awesome would that be for BYU to have yes, that opportunity? That, that would be fantastic. Be cool. Just I, like also on that list, Oregon, Alabama, Auburn, Army, Navy for me, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, please live up to the contract and let's play these games or either cancel. I'm kind of getting anxious with that part of it of what are we going to do? I would love to have Notre Dame on the schedule every year. That's the game I want. They mean so much to college football. That would be amazing. Boise State, Utah State, Utah, Notre Dame every year. That would be amazing. But the one team that is not on a future BYU football schedule, if you could have any choice, yeah. you go with Ohio State. I go with Ohio State. I would also like Oregon. That's a, that's a regional game. There are a bunch of uh, BYU fans that live in the Northwest, uh, in and around Eugene, and Portland and whatnot. A couple hours difference there. That would be an awesome game as well. BYU hasn't played Oregon since 06. See, here's the thing. I want a winnable game. To me, that is a huge part of picking this scenario. Then what? Yeah, it's, it's tough, like, playing at Nebraska, at Michigan. Like, you just don't know when you schedule it. But I think that those are winnable games. And you mentioned it. Like, Florida seems more winnable now than, say, Clemson, right? Or even Ohio State. Why not Florida? You know what I mean? Florida was, not, Florida was number two for me. Florida yeah. was number two on my list. Yeah. People want Alabama, right? That playing at. Do you we're really, assuming this do will you be a really want Alabama? On the road. Do you really want Alabama? Yeah, why not? Why not? It depends on what year. Like, remember last summer there was the possibility that BYU could fit it Alabama into the 2015 schedule, and I said no. Most everyone said yes. I said no because I looked at the rest of the schedule and said, heck no. There's too many tough ones already on the schedule. 2016. Is is really tough. 2017, you've got LSU looming as Do well. Do you really want Alabama? <laughs> yeah, because I chalk up a couple of losses already. Whatever. To add to those schedules? 
I don't want no no no. I want Alabama at some point. Okay. I don't want it on next okay. year's or even this year's. Yep. Just at yeah, some a, point, let's thing. play Alabama I just, again. I just want a winnable game, kind of like what BYU faces on September fifth. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. One seventeen. One hundred seventeen days away from the showdown at Lincoln Memorial Stadium with Nebraska. Yeah, then schedule more like a Nebraska. Yeah, like a Clemson. I ain't scared though. Let's go to Ohio State, baby. What? It, You're what? not scared. I ain't scared. You're not scared. No. Of Ohio State says the guy scared. Who, I you think argue, people... you argued so hard against Alabama last summer. You're like, no. I'm talking about an individual game, not it against the rest of the season. Like at some point, let's play at Ohio State. The let's tr- do it. Okay. The trend is that BYU has hard schedules moving forward. You really want to add Ohio State to that schedule? Yes, because yes, and balance that schedule accordingly. Balance it? Okay, so you're assuming that there would be not as many difficult games as, per se, 2016, 2017, and 2019. Well, what's the trend? If BYU scheduled this game, it would probably be in 2040. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it would be at some point. BYU, like, you, you could throw it on, I don't know, throw it on to 2017, whatever. Yeah. And for me, that's, I mean, that's exactly how Tom Hommel does it in his office, by the way. He just sits there and goes, eh, 2017, whatever. I want see for <laughs> That's me the exact again. Way. No winnable no. game, fan experience, something that would be a national spotlight game. Alabama and Ohio State, they they would All make they make my list except for the winnable game. They make my list, but Clemson and Florida, you get that atmosphere, the South, the SEC or ACC, depending on which the teams you're talking How about. I do you know if Ohio State's not down. You know, like like BYU played Texas at a great time. They're just a couple years off of being in the national championship game. I mean, four or five. When you schedule it, you don't know. BYU went beat Texas twice. When BYU played Oklahoma, they it was bad timing in the in '09 Heisman Trophy winner ranked third. That was a terrible time to schedule Oklahoma. Yet BYU injures the quarterback Colby Clawson. You'll forever be in my heart for that. And then BYU wins that game, and it's one of the biggest wins in school history. Neutral site. Why not? Let's try it. Why not? Neutral site. I think it's a different game than Norman. We live in a society of gimme more. How do we know if it's going to be a road or home game? We live in a society of gimme more. But can we just step back for like one minute and appreciate what has already been lined up for BYU football? And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 18 BYU is game scheduled with 18 different Power 5 schools. And we did not include Notre Dame in that. 18 of 65 Power 5 teams. That's 28%. Nearly a third of the Power 5 schools on future schedules. I like the variety. I like the strength. There's Wisconsin. There's LSU. There's Michigan State. There's USC. There's a good balance there. We, BYU could still get some of these. Uh, and there's SEC teams on there, right? There's Missouri in Provo. There's Mississippi State. That's great. In Tom Holmo, we trust. All the Pac-12. Play all the Pac-12 all the time. Nine Pac-12 teams on the schedule. The only ones that aren't, Oregon, Oregon State, Colorado. Okay. Four, four Big Oregon Ten teams. Four Big Ten, three SEC teams. It's Solid. really good. Yeah, keep it going, baby. It's really good. What team would you like to see BYU schedule for a future football game to the Twitter machine? It's Twitter time. At 86, Wisconsin Cook, W.I. Cook. Ultimate present most people's wish list, Alabama. But I'd like to see Texas A&M, Money. Kyle Field, home of the 12th man and all their pageantry. That fits That fits the mold for me. I would put Texas A&M in my top five for sure because it's a winnable game, tons of tradition. So is every game winnable but like Florida State, Ohio State, uh, Alabama, 
TCU or so. I, I, are there like very few non-winnable games? I think because you said Clemson and Texas A&M are winnable. They games. are winnable games over Alabama and Ohio. So State. only the elite teams are not winnable. Is that what you're saying? Well, every game's winnable, but it's like, man, I, why I give, not? I'd give them a better shot to win at the places I've referenced, Florida I want, and Clemson, than at one, Ohio State. I want one shot a year against a team that there's no way BYU should beat. Well, don't, isn't just, that, just it, to see. Okay. Just to see. Like, wouldn't you want to see if Taysom Hill could hang at the shoe this year? I know he or could hang. Or against Alabama. I know he could hang. I would, hanging is, would be a victory in a way. And what if you win? What if you get some turnovers? What if you block a punt? What if you have a pick six? What if you make a timely field goal? Yes. There, that mir- would be, miraculous I things happen. See. I want to see. Miraculous things happen. What changes to the BYU football program are going to make the biggest differences for next year? We'll ask former NFL and BYU defensive lineman Vic Soto next on BYU Sports Nation. Got to go Clemson, dude. Ohio State, man. The orange, Dot though. the eye, bro. Orange, the orange. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can always join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Listen up, BYU Football Media Day is coming up. It's next month, June 24th. And uh, as of Saturday, we announced the live program schedule on BYU TV. 11 a.m. Eastern, state of the program, 12 to 2, a two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation, and then 4 Eastern, four decades of dominance. Details to come, but throughout the day on BYU TV, BYU Radio, tons of BYU football content, replays of the top 50 plays, the Polynesian Pipeline, uh, which was a lot of fun. So it's going to be an entertaining day. Uh, June 24th, typically the very first media day for any team in college football. Our Twitter question today, what team would you like to see BYU schedule for a future football game? At Big Blue, he says, let's schedule Ohio State and beat Urban. Next to Alabama, I think they have the most prestige behind their program. And who knows if Urban Meyer's even there when you schedule the game. He you might know, be you an NFL I mean. coach in yeah, a few who years. Knows? Who knows? He'll be at another school that's big time. What's, <laughs> what's in the USC or something? Yeah, he'll make a move. <laughs> no, he's, he's where he wants to be. He's at the for dream now. program. You know, he he's didn't he have he had serious ties to Ohio State. He always wanted to be there. Notre Dame, maybe? Notre maybe Dame. Notre Dame. Notre okay. Dame. That's yeah. an, that's another option. Regardless, hey, if he's Notre Dame, you always got a great shot to play Notre Dame, right? Let's play who's, let's play the game. Who's the one team you want to see? Let's ask our first guest today in studio B Vic Soto, former NFL and BYU defensive star. Vic, welcome to Studio B, man. Oh, this place is awesome. The greatest former tight end linebacker D lineman combo. Yes. And fullback. That we've ever, and, and fullback. Yeah. That we've ever we forgot had on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vic, who, who, who are you scheduling? One team, any team in America you can schedule for BYU. Who do you want to go get? Oh, I'd schedule the team up north. Play them 12 times. Okay. Play Utah 12 times? Yes. <laughs> Why? Why Utah? Oh, because I hate them. <laughs> what? What, Max? What? what no. Max? <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I actually have a brother-in-law up there, so we have a, a bunch of heated battle, heated debates. But, okay. um, you know, I think for me as a player, uh, playing Oklahoma in the Cowboys Stadium was awesome. So I would want for my teammates to experience, um, you know, playing Wisconsin in, in, uh, in Lambeau Field or something like that. Ooh. You know, okay. you, you talk about a winnable game. I think, of course, we could go in there and beat Wisconsin, but... Lambeau Field, there's something about it. It's just it's uh, the history. And and then, of course, if you score a touchdown, you have to do the Lambeau Leap, which is awesome. And, um, 
Yeah, Wisconsin's Wisconsin's fun. You played for the Packers, so you have yes. an affinity for. Yes, I do, and stadium. I did do the Lambeau Leap. So it was, wow, it's you, I got a pick six. Touchdown? Yeah, yeah, you got and you went into yes. this, and I jumped awesome. up there, and then and you made and the wall way. is as you get closer, the wall gets higher and higher. <laughs> and so you're going up like, please let me get up this wall. Please let me get up this wall, because there have been guys that have not been able to make it up the wall, and you know those guys by name and what year. <laughs> They never As forget. You're in the oh, no. Packer no. fans never forget something no. like that. Huge so, adrenaline. Huge adrenaline. It's awesome. I like that. Wisconsin at Lambeau Field. Okay, let's let's stay with the Packers theme here, That's Vic. That's funny. Um, I, I used to work in Palm Desert, California. You're a California native. Right. And uh, our weather guy was one of the owners, okay, the owners of the Packers. Oh, he, he, bought, the, he, he, bought, he bought that paper. He paid 200 bucks. He bought whatever. that paper to, to, a, to buy a new Jumbotron. His family's a shareholder, <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is, and they have season tickets in the end zone on the front row. Okay, All so right. they're long-time oh, cool, Packer cool. fans. And uh, I took him down to a preseason football game against the San Diego Chargers oh, yeah. that you were playing in. Yes. And uh, I was so proud because I'm like, that's a BYU guy. And he's like, oh, I love that guy. Yeah. I love that guy. And now you've played for the Packers. Um, does, it, does it get any better than that if you want to play in the NFL than being a member of the Green Bay Packers? Um, you know, I'm a huge San Diego Chargers fan. One, because I'm from San Diego and my, my uncle played there for a long time. And so... I'd say playing for the Chargers. Okay, well, so that was like a collision of worlds for you then. Oh, absolutely. I was I was uh, lining up against Antonio Gates, asking him for his gloves after the game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Whatever happens after this, uh, you know, don't take it personally. But can I have your gloves after the game? Like, in the middle of the – In the middle of like, like, pre-snap. Like, like pre-snap, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, did, did you play against other BYU teammates in the NFL? Um, in any other game? I played with Brian in, um, Keel uh, with the Redskins for like a season and a half. And um, I can't – oh, yeah, Max Hall. I chased Max Hall out of bounds, and it was my rookie year. <laughs> and, um, he was going out of bounds, and I've never had the, the opportunity to hit Max, right, because you're not allowed to touch the quarterback. And I, and I, I, I almost dislike quarterbacks as much as I dislike the team of North. <laughs> so, the unnamed team of yes. North. So when he's going out of bounds, I just hit him anyways. Like, he threw the ball, and he was, like, two yards out of bounds, and I hit him. Did you get a penalty? No. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, we, so got up, got, we got up and kind of give each, each other high fives and stuff and then talked after the game. It's okay. pretty funny. That's awesome. Vic Soto with us in studio, B, former BYU and NFL defensive lineman. Uh, we're talking about the BYU 2015 schedule and scheduling in general. He says play Wisconsin and Lambeau filled as his dream scenario. Well, he said play Utah 12 well, times. Well, Utah 12 times. Answer. And yeah. then Wisconsin right. at Lambeau Field. Uh Let's look at the actual schedule, though, Vic. 2015, yeah. the September to remember for sure at right. Nebraska, uh, at UCLA. Or sorry, home to Boise, at UCLA, at Michigan. What do you think of uh, the slate that BYU faces in 2015? I think it's what you expect. It's what you expected going into, you know, being an independent. You want to play teams all over the country. You want our fans to be able to see BYU Cougars if they're in Nebraska, if they're in California, if they're in Michigan, you know. And... um and I think it's I think it's a great opportunity for our guys, especially you know guys that want to be that want to be drafted, that want to have a high draft grade. You got to perform well against the best. And although those teams aren't, I mean they're up there, but not, they're not necessarily Alabama. You know, you're not playing SEC, but they're up there. And there and there's caliber guys that you'll be going up against. And if you succeed against them, then come this time next year, you'll be having your name called and. 
Onward and upward. And it's awesome that there are SEC. I, I guess there's one neutral against yeah, Missouri yeah, right, and then right. Mississippi State, and that's, right. that's a great opportunity. Give us give us the player perspective because uh, I I have a little bit of a concern. It's very exciting, but that maybe maybe it's too tough. Uh, BYU's won eight games the last three years. Still Taysom Hill, Jamal, Bronson Kafusi, Mitch Matthews, all seniors. So this team seems like they'd be capable of competing against the schedule. Right. Is there a point where you fill up the glass too much and it's, okay, that's, that's tough enough? Well, I don't think you go in as a player um, playing the whole season. You go in game one for game one. And each week, you know, take us, for example, we went 4-0 last year, and I was tweeting, Taysom Hill for Heisman, we're going to the national championship, right? <laughs> you, you were, you you were, were wearing, wearing these goggles. guys. Oh, no. Oh, you were wearing I, these guys. Yeah, I have those actually in my car. <laughs> I wear <laughs> Anytime I'm not around BYU, I wear those. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a week-to-week basis. You don't, you don't know who you're playing. You don't know if, if um, Missouri last year is the same Missouri that you're going to play in week six or seven. You don't know if Nebraska, you know, they – have some guys go down, you don't know. You know, you don't know if we're the same BYU team week two that we are in week one. So as a player, um, what I learned in the NFL is you take each week by each week. You know, you take every Monday the same way you take every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and leading up to the game. And then, and then you know, your opponent is who your opponent is. And it might be the starter, it might be the backup, it might be the third string guy, but you got to go out there and play. Vic Soto in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Um, some changes to the personnel for BYU football in the offseason, including your wife. Right. She, I think that was the best pickup they had she's there. She's in there as a <laughs> Broncos secretary, I believe. Uh, administrative right. assistant. Administrative yes. assistant. Executive assistant. Oh, executive <laughs> assistant. assistant. <laughs> Let's get the technicalities the right. The pepper okay? pots for Iron Man. So aside from right. BYU football, hiring your wife, which right. you said is the best decision. They bring in a new strength and conditioning coach, Frank Wintrick. Uh, we found out a new speed coach in uh, Keith Heiberger. And Broncos going back to the defense. All of these changes, what kind of uh, optimism, if you will, does that give you that BYU will be able to turn things around against that caliber of a schedule? I think those things needed to happen. Um, I think Frank brings a new a new air to him and, and, um, and a new philosophy, a more modern philosophy and – and everything's about speed now. Everything is about speed. There's the way the offenses are run. You, you don't have big guys on D line anymore. You don't have, except for the nose guard, you don't have those big, huge, three hundred some odd pound guys playing D line anymore because they got to chase and chase and chase and chase the running back, the receivers. The ball gets out so quickly, and then you're on the you're on the line and playing again. So I think it's awesome. Um, I think Coach Mendenhall going back and and. Taking over the defense is awesome. You know, everyone respects him and knows exactly what he wants. And um, I'm super excited. I've been, I've already been talking smack to my ex-Nebraska teammates in the NFL. <laughs> 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 like, if you don't know Taysom, you will after week one. So, yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, being in that region and knowing what he did to Texas, I imagine they, uh, oh, yeah. he has their, oh, yeah. they, they, he has their full attention right. at that point. Absolutely. When you look at uh, what happened recently with BYU, no drafted guys. Um, why do you think BYU's not had a drafted player in three of the last five years? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, you, you you look at how I mean, I came undrafted, and I actually beat out the guy that they did draft, and so that year, yeah, they drafted a guy that year in my position, and he led the Pac-12 actually in, in sacks two years in a row before prior. And um, going into it, and actually we were in the lockout, so I didn't even get the mini camp, rookie mini camp, no OTAs, just straight into training camp. 
you know, taking calls from Charles Woodson, which was crazy. And, um, you know, I don't know why the, why BYU doesn't have guys drafted three out of the last five years. Yeah, you no, had the preseason of all preseasons, my friend. Right. There's no, there's no, I mean, there's no, there's no formula to it. You see guys get drafted the first round all the time. They had a bust. I mean, you take Washington, for instance. They had like three or four guys drafted in the first round, and they weren't even that good last year. Eight you know what six. I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know. I mean, you don't know. Some some GM might like so-and-so because he's looks like his son or something. <laughs> I have no idea why. There is no formula. <laughs> so it, does it matter to you that BYU's had? I, th- to me, there's a little bit of concern there right. in I, recruiting. Right. I think, um, you know, yeah, I, th- I think there's, there's definitely an expectation that you want, you want to go into your college and then move on to the next level. You know, I had that expectation being around guys that have played in the NFL or were playing in the NFL growing up. Um, but if you get your shot, you get your shot. I don't care how it comes. And that's the mentality you got to have if you're a first-round draft pick or if you're an undrafted free agent, you know. If you're in a helmet – you can move, you got shoulder pads on, and you're playing in the NFL, then you have no excuse. I don't care where you came from, what 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 round you were, because at any time it could be taken from you. Vic Soto with us in Studio B. Vic, great to have you here. We hope you come back again soon, man. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Was great stuff. Of course, uh, before you leave, we'd like you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag behind you during the commercial Sweet. break. I don't know if any former Packers have signed this, so uh, yeah. that'll be good. You was, Br- to- was Brady here? That's probably, I think that's the only one I, don't I know. Think, I don't think we've had Brady. We've, we've had, had him on the phone. phone. We yeah. haven't had him in studio, though. Yeah. So you are the first awesome. former Green Bay Take Falcon. that, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the time, Vic. All right. As of right now, BYU baseball would make the West Coast Conference Tournament. Top four teams get in. How they control their own destiny to stay there. Pitcher Brandon Kinzer joins us next to discuss the final week of the regular season. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought it Friday night, man. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio. The moving pictures on BYU TV. Download our show podcast on iTunes or you can stream it at BYUSportsNation.com. Do it! Hey, where's some blue goggles? I need some. There's some right here. Here you go. Oh, there they are. There's also hey. a big, huge pair to your left. <laughs> I'm not using those. Okay. The, go to the BYUstore.com right now. You can get BYU Sports Nation swag. You can get the blue goggles. You can get t-shirt. Uh, check it out. The BYUstore.com. Get your swag on. Our headlines today. We'll hold off on baseball for just a moment. BYU softball lost two of three to LMU. Selection Sunday yesterday. They're headed to the NCAA regionals for, I believe, a 12th consecutive season. They'll play in Eugene and face number two ranked Oregon. Fresno State, North Dakota State also in that regional. Two of those softball teams were mentioned as football teams on the Twitter question. Oregon and North Dakota Oregon State. Oregon and North Dakota State. No one yeah. mentioned the Bulldogs because they're on the schedule this year. Yeah. Hey, uh, former Cougar Jared Ward won the USA Track and Field 25K championship yesterday. All he does is win. Seriously. He won 7000 bucks for that, by the way. Atta boy, Jared. Nice. The NBA combine list is out. Tyler Hawes, not on it. Malarkey. <laughs> As Veronica Corningstone once said, that's great A baloney. <laughs> <laughs> and BYU baseball beat St. Mary's 17-1. to Saturday's game was rained out. It's just mean. Let's focus on Friday. Okay? 17 to 1. The guy who started that game, senior pitcher for BYU baseball, Friday night hero, and Taysom Hill doppelganger, Brandon Kinzer back <laughs> in Studio B. Welcome back, Brandon. I love it here. What the heck did you do right or do wrong for that matter? Because there wasn't much on Friday night in that 17 to 1 win. Um 
You know, the, the roles kind of reverse on Thursday and Friday. I mean, everything went their way. Every bounce went their way on Thursday. And then Friday came around, and every bounce went our way. Every pitch went our way. Uh, we had the momentum big time throughout the entire game. Felt good. When did you know you were in the zone? Um, the first inning, no. I gave up a run in the first inning. I did, I did not feel like I was in the zone. <laughs> uh I think when when I got to this, I think it was the third or fourth inning when our when our offense put up two or three runs. Um, I told I told our pitching coach I said this game's mine, we're gonna win it. The, I want, and I wanted the whole game. They this didn't give a, it to you me. This is a team. Almost. This, this is a team that put up fourteen runs the night before. So you BYU scores a couple of runs against that team. How did you know that? Okay, we're we're gonna win this game. That's a really talented offensive team. Yeah, they had some big bats, and unfortunately, they showed a couple of those big bats against me. But um, you know, I was able to um, get the leadoff hitter out a lot in in each inning. Um, I avoided um, that four hole, the three, four, five that just dominated the night before. I was able to uh, manage them and then really slowed down their offense. When you look at uh, game three, how bummed were you? that that game was canceled because that's the game you guys were hoping to get at home, senior day, all that stuff. That, I, I was a little bummed. I mean, they do that senior presentation out on the field. I, I was waiting for that. My dad was going to throw out the first pitch. He had stretched. Really? Oh, he stretched. One, yeah, so all the dads oh. throw out the first pitch when uh. you know, the son kneels down and catches it. My dad was probably going to throw me a knuckleball or something. We, we had it all planned out. It got rained out. Life memory, Gone. Gone. It's like Back to the Future. It's like someone went back to that, caused rain, and you would have had that, but now you didn't. <laughs> it's just not that was fair. a bummer. So that's the emotional part of it, the senior part of it. The competitive part of it is, hey, you're in a competition with LMU to at least get the four spot, and you don't get to play a game at home. No, especially after you're not coming, it up. coming after a win that we, I mean, we just demolished them, and it, it was a good time to kind of put the pedal to the floor and step on their throats, like. Finish them. Yeah. And we weren't able to do that. BYU splits a series with St. Mary's that was rain-shortened, one game apiece. Brandon Kinzer, senior baseball pitcher, is with us in Studio B. Uh, eight innings, by the way. One earned run, seven strikeouts. Great defensive plays behind you from Derek Whitney and uh, Dylan Robinson. And I'm gathering that from that night, your conversation with Mike Littlewood was probably uplifting <laughs> compared to some other conversations you have referenced on this show. It was good. It was good. Not like San Diego. It was quite the opposite. He's a great game. That's what he told me. Not go. <laughs> oh, this so week, uh, last week of the regular season at Santa Clara. Um, but before then, you have Utah. Uh, we'll get, let's get to Utah in a second. Santa Clara, uh, what do you guys need to do to clinch uh, West Coast Conference Tournament berth, which is the first goal I think you guys have. Um, and like I told you guys last time, winning game one is is a must for us because if we can win game one obviously our chances go way up we get a little momentum into the series i mean there's no reason we shouldn't sweep either um but at least take two to get us in there if if coach littlewood is the one delivering that does everyone just stare at colton mahoney <laughs> game one hey colton you listening this this, this is you yeah yeah You're like game two whatever man i got it <laughs> <laughs> What's the state of mind uh, entering the final week of the regular season against Utah and then three against Santa Clara for the team? How do you, how's it feel in the locker room? Uh, excitement. I, th- I think we're all um, anxious a little bit, but because you know we want that we want that bid in the tournament, we want to get the four seed. But we're pretty confident going into this weekend. 
And uh, going into this week, especially against Utah as well, um, we feel like we're going to win, and we're excited about it. You have four games that you kind of need. What You need to beat Utah to win the season, and then uh, three against Santa Clara. So it's going to be a, a fun week for that. Um, what's, what's it like uh, in the locker room when, you're, when it's Saturday, and you're, you have the day off, but you want to play that game, and you're waiting for the rain. Like, it, how do you stay entertained and engaged? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I had to handle my daughter. It was a senior presentation, so I, I was holding my daughter before the game, playing with her, keeping her happy. Uh, and then once it came to game time, or what we thought was going to be game time, me and Mahoney actually ran to the gas station to get some seeds because we forgot to buy some before. This is what pitchers can do <laughs> oh, yeah. when they don't start. Yeah, all we were doing was charts. <laughs> Maybe we were getting, getting ourselves out of charts. Maybe that's what we were doing. But um, Yeah, we came back, and then the rain's coming, so we, started, we went in the underground tunnels, messed around with a little mush ball. We were pitching, like throwing it, trying to see if we could strike each other out. So I've seen your teammates <laughs> dress up uh, – with pants on their uh, heads and arms and the legs, so it looks like someone's just doing a handstand walking around the field. Like, I gotta give you the originality of that concept is amazing. Is there a more bored athlete than a baseball player? <laughs> no, in, in, a in a rain delay. In a rain delay. Who has a rain delay besides 2013 BYU football? No, that that is um, that is the epitome <laughs> of rain delays. I mean, Jeff Barker is the one. He is the king of the upside down (laughs) uniform. The first time I saw it, I was like, holy cow, that's the best handstand ever. You put your knees into the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. So funny. Okay. Anyway, back to actual baseball. Um, My parents are are big fans of yours because you served your mission there. They spent some time with you. And my dad asked a question. He said, why doesn't Brandon want to pursue professional ball? And I thought, you know, I'm going to press him some more on this. Yeah, what's your problem, You're having a good season. Why do you not want to to pursue anything professionally in baseball? Um, Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm a a husband and a father. Um, So that makes it a little tough. Um, Number two, I mean, I'm right-handed and I sit at 88. If I was left-handed sitting at 93, I might think about it. Uh, I am a senior, so um, they know I have nowhere else to go. So the signing bonus they, they can cheat me on that a little bit. And the minor leagues, that's, that's a rough life. That is a rough life going through minor leagues. Um, if you're single, let alone with a family, mm. making $10,000 a year uh, <laughs> on the road most of the year, that's just, it's rough. It's a rough life. Yeah, you did not give me any... Um... Any positives there? <laughs> I mean, like, you are playing baseball. Don't like, you're getting paid to play the best game ever. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that sounds terrible. You're right, man. Why does anybody play baseball? <laughs> I'm pulling my name out of the draft as well right now. Holy cow. We've been talking about what uh, team you want to see in BYU's future football schedules. What's a baseball program that you want BYU to play in the future that they oh. haven't recently? Um, oh, I guess they played LSU a few years ago. That was all. Cal State one, Fullerton. One, one. At least one of those, right? Yeah. 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 That's a big deal. No, I think they won the series. Against... The I'm going back. I'm looking. Yeah, we did a big check. deal. Yeah. I know they won at least one game. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Okay. Um, Fullerton. Good Cal State good Fullerton. Obviously a powerhouse. Um, they played a one. No, they played two games with LSU and split. Okay. Well, we'll say we won the series because we were a lower seed. <laughs> LSU, was, LSU was ranked number two, and it was 9-4. So if this was soccer aggregate, BYU beats LSU. We beat them. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. I won the series. Uh, Cal State Fullerton's a big one. Um, I, I want uh, Texas A&M 
to come up. I, I hear their crowd is just ridiculous at baseball games. Just their student section just wears out the the uh, our fielders. And so I want them to come, and I want a whole rock section to just be packed and just chirping the entire game. Okay. I'd love that. Okay. That'd be awesome. All right, BK. Great to have you on the show again, man. Uh, I, I do need to ask you before you go, uh, how has the BYU Sports Nation karma affected your life? Uh, it's been all right. You know, I thought you guys were going to curse me with the <clears throat> no home runs given up two weeks ago. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was me. <clears throat> no, but hey, we're doing all right. You won. You won on we're, that Friday. We're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. you guys. You, oh, the karma overcame the the anti curse. Good for Sports Nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to give them the karma for Again, this week, and that's where I'm going with this. We are going to give you another portion of the BYU Sports Nation karma. I so can't wait. Go and succeed, my son. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> My son. <laughs> good to have you back in studio, man. Thank you. Brandon Kins are always a good time with the BYU baseball senior pitcher. Even if he's not going to the minor leagues, we still love him. <laughs> what is the one opponent BYU Sports Nation wants scheduled for BYU football? We're going to read some of your tweets next on the show, and we've got some doozies coming in. Look, it shouldn't be Harvard, just not Harvard, and no North Dakota State. BK, have it your way. Whopper King. The King. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer, teamed up with my speed trainer. You're going to help me get that 53540 a little bit faster, Jerem. Uh, about that. Uh, BYU Football Media Day is coming up quickly, speedily, June 24th. Uh, here's the schedule of live programs on BYU TV. So we have rebroadcasts, web chats, all that. Here's the live programming. 11 a.m. Eastern time, state of the program. 12 to 2 Eastern, a two-hour dish of BYU Sports Nation. And then 4 Eastern time, four decades of dominance. That's coming up June 24th on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Which team would you like to see BYU football schedule for a future game? San Diego, WCC foe. If they have to play an FCS opponent, why not? Well, Wagner was the linchpin to the whole schedule, That's it sounded true. like, we from love Tom, Wagner. which was really surprising. We love the Wagner Seahawks. Go the fighting Quincy Lewis's. Yes. Yeah. At DeYoung1993 says, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, TCU, <laughs> Baylor. I'm seeing a pattern here. Hashtag BYU to Big 12. Yeah, I, Texas and Oklahoma, BYU is what, 6-1, 7-1 all time versus those two? Isn't that wild? They're 2-0 <laughs> versus Oklahoma, 94-09. 6-1. 4-1 against And then Texas beat them once or twice in the 80s. You know, plus the three games played recently. Did they beat them twice in the eighties? I don't. I don't think they ever beat them. You always ask me these questions. I don't where think they I, ever beat them. I, I think their only win coerced. over BYU is twenty eleven. I think BYU six and yeah, one. Yeah, they only have one win. It's I don't know. Yeah. It's, Wait, against just Texas? Yes. Okay, I'm looking it up. Okay, so I'm pretty sure BYU six and one against Oklahoma Texas combined two and zero against Oklahoma four and one against Texas all time. Who cares? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Yeah, BYU to Big 12, again, That's we've never heard that it's before. It's 4-1 total, it says. Yeah. It being Cougar stats. The one game they lost, 2011, by one point at uh, in Austin. BYU was up 13-3 to in that game. Oh. At BL do 6. Any Urban Meyer team? Well, there's currently one, so Ohio State. That's why. That, I agree with you. That's the thing. Like I, You mentioned Ohio State. The, the, the Ohio State. We did not say this correctly. I apologize to the, entire, to the entire state. The Ohio State. The most enticing part about a game on BYU's future schedule with Ohio State is that, for me, is that Urban Meyer would be the coach. I don't even care that he's the coach per se. That's nice. It's, it's just that you have all these awesome opponents. It was on your list, though. You referenced it as a, as a yes. reason to want that game. Sure, but I want to play them anyway. 
It's nice. I don't have this thing for Urban Meyer. I don't have this man crush. I would like to beat Urban Meyer. Not going to yeah, lie. That's sure. number one I for me. I want to beat everyone. With, with Ohio State, that would be number one for me. It's beat that Urban it's Meyer. Ohio State to me more than it's Urban Meyer. <laughs> I don't care about the head coach. Like, playing Alabama, it's not about Nick Saban. It's about Alabama. By the way, uh, Justin Anderson uh, just tweeted, to be the best, you have to play the best. And he used our graphic that had 15 through 19's P5 opponents on it. 18 Power 5 opponents on BYU future schedules. Through 2025. Love it. Woo! That's where we are. That's where we are in college football scheduling. At our greenhouse, Arkansas, a good SEC team that we can actually beat. <laughs> Plus, I went to law school there. Hashtag Woo Pig Suey. You nice. Know, you know what the, pigs, the Woo Pig Suey is? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. I want to play all of these teams. Like I want to play Indiana and get a basketball game, two games thrown in there. Stuff like that. I'm sure Tom Homo is working on those kind. Of, like, let's play Duke in football and get a home home and road with Duke in basketball. The Dukies in basketball. That'd be awesome. At Bleed Cougar Blue, bring on the Oregon Ducks. Yes, quack. Return of the quack. We have played, scheduled to be, or beaten every other Pac-10 team, Pac-12 team. Let's add them to the list. It doesn't count Utah and Colorado. Apparently. There are, there are, <laughs> yes, that's purposeful probably. They're in there. That's but, purposeful. Okay. There are three Pac-12 opponents that BYU does not have on a future schedule. Oregon, Oregon State, and Colorado. It's weird that BYU doesn't have Oregon State. Why not Colorado? Play Colorado. Sure. Bottom yeah, of the yeah. barrel, Pac-12. Go beat, go beat the Buffs by 20. Bottom of the barrel. I love that. You're like, what else is in here? The uh, dregs. Colorado's down in the there. The dregs of the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> Utah's quote-unquote rival. <laughs> oh, come on. Remember when Utah had a chance to play in the Pac-12 championship game and lost to Colorado? That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite game ever. At the underscore far, who watches or listens to the show in seminary. Oregon. Royal Blue versus Neon Green. That would be fun. I'm telling you, Oregon Oregon would be an awesome, awesome game for BYU to play. And that would be a series. They'd do a series with BYU. In Eugene, man. that's, That's another one of those games where I'm like, ooh. Winning in Eugene would be very, very tough. When you, so if BYU got a home and road, you go, with great. Oregon, you'd go, let's try and win that, let's win got, that home if game. If they got a one-off with Oregon, I'd say great. Sure, yes. Tom ne- Homo said, Neutral you, at Boise State. Tom Homo said. At Albertson State. When, when those games come along, you take them. You yeah. take them. When, beggars can't be choosers. And when, then I thought, yeah. BYU's the beggar? Like, I, I, I don't like the, the idea As of that. As an independent trying yes. to make a schedule, yeah. Yes, you're right, you're right. They have no, no other option. Yep. At, as, as I say to my wife a lot, you're right. At Cote underscore Samani, Ole Miss, LSU, Oklahoma State. Okay, well, this is the yeah the Ohio State, the Ohio no, State. Sorry, the, the T is, OSU is the, is the Ohio State. Sorry, Cote. Uh, well, BYU has already Bro played hugs. Ole Miss. They've got LSU on the schedule. Uh, Ohio State is with Jerem, and I would love to schedule. He says I would love to schedule Yale <laughs> at Yale. Not sure why. Just kind of sounds like a fun game. Yeah, the wise. Why. Battle of the wise. One, two wise, one team. <laughs> One letter. I'm still with Clemson. Is nobody with me on Clemson? I think that is the perfect I experience people, slash opponent. Slash, oh. Some people want Clemson, but Clemson is a different team, I think, right? Let's whip it next. No, Clemson. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. After a 17-1 win Friday over St. Mary's, Saturday's game was canceled because of rain. This week, the Cougars have three regular season games left, uh, including Utah tomorrow, three at Santa Clara to try and get into the West Coast Conference Tournament. 
Softball. BYU dropped two of three at LMU. Say what? Who cares? But yesterday we're selected to the Eugene Regional for the Cougars against Oregon. Fresno State, North Dakota State also in that regional. It's the Cougars' 12th straight trip to the Football. NCAA Regionals. Packers invited former Cougar linebacker Rona Kavanga to rookie Mickey Camp. Mickey? Ro- what? Rookie <laughs> mini camp. He's there with Golly! Scott Povey. Track and field. <laughs> <laughs> Former Cougar Jared Ward won the USA Track and Field 25K Championship yeah. yesterday in Holland, Michigan. Won 7000 bucks for doing so. Nice. Oh, also the Cougars. Yeah, so there's more to this. Uh, they finished the competition at the Weber State Twilight Meet over the weekend. Do not say anything that has to do with Stephanie Meyer, please. Notably, Dylan Goodman won the 110-meter hurdles, and Angela Shields qualified for the regional meet in the 400 Santa hurdles. Vampire. <laughs> Golf. Leah Garner shot a 74 in the third round to finish in an eight-way tie for 50th at the NCAA Regionals in St. George. Future guest, Diamond Thomas. Great name. So great. Of women's track. Mike Little, BYU Baseball. Men's soccer guest, Brian Keel, another former NFL guy on the show. And Jonathan Tavernari. If you haven't heard him with us. He never has a strong opinion about <laughs> anything. <laughs> he's, he's the most he's quiet, awesome. reserved, first yes. former most BYU basketball boring guest ever. ever on this One show. One of the greatest Brazilian Former players in BYU basketball. Oh, JT, man, he, he brings it. He is a really entertaining Vamos guest. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com to the man who all he does is win national titles. One man. Jared one, Ward. One title. Nice one job, Jared. Mustache. Rocking the stash, just winning national champions. No one's going to question if he has the stash if he just keeps winning. At McMinn 5, Jerem Jordan, you've been invited to rookie Mickey camp. Oh, nice. boy! <laughs> Pluto! Oh, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Oh my yeah, I got somebody wow. that, that thinks Clemson. <laughs> At BYU Fan 1995 says he'll take Clemson, oh. prob- probably because he's close to them. You got a buddy. You got yeah. a pal. Here's yeah. you. Here's Matt. Elite. Thanks to Vic Soto, Brandon Kinzer, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. The Do show it. on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSNN, BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Jamison Frazier. Just throw the ball already, Jerem. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern. Clemson. I threw it. I threw it. Cle-